So today we're going to talk about three aspects of mentorship. One is how mentors can help change your life, then different levels of mentorship, and last but not least, how for you to approach a mentor so hopefully they can mentor you. So stick around till the very end to get the PDF of everything we're talking about today in regards to mentoring. So let me get right into it. The number one point in why and how a mentor can change your life. It's really the most important point is speed. Here's what I mean by speed. The right mentor can teach you what you can learn in two years and six months. The question becomes where a lot of people say, you don't need a mentor. You can still win without a mentor. Are they wrong? No, they're absolutely right. However, what you can do on your own and figure out on your own by taking, you know, whatever books you read and all this other stuff and no one-on-one relationship with a mentor, that may take you 12 years, that may take you 15 years, but with the right mentor, you may do it in six years or five years or four years. The main difference that you're doing, difference is you're condensing time frames if you have the right mentor and you're lengthening it if you try to do it all on your own. Point number two, the right mentor gives you a safe zone. Very similar to how Matt Damon in the movie Goodwill Hunting finally felt safe around Robin Williams and he opened up. The right mentor is going to make you feel that way. You can be vulnerable and really have deeper conversations with them to help you elevate to the next level. There's a, there's a, 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 a brother and a sister team that I'm mentoring. They run a um, medical billing business themselves and they're doing very well, but the older sister and the younger brother, six years or so, they have a fighting going on between two of them. And, and the younger brother is the CEO. And she's the CEO. And they're fighting. It's like, well, sometimes she's condescending towards me and all this other stuff. And, and you know, I, I have these fears and insecurities. And she messes with my ego. You, you see, you can't talk about that publicly with other people. You need an outlet to have that conversation with them. And we addressed it. And they understood how to go about it. And they moved on. And their business grown. They're doing well. Those types of conversations has to be had somewhere because if you just try to bottle it in with your partner, you can't really get past it, you're going to hit a plateau every time. So the other benefit of having a great mentor is you can process issues with a person that you feel safe talking to them about. Point number three, the right coaches always give you an out, meaning it's a binary. They'll give you their feedback and they'll say, look, here's what I would do if I'm in your situation. You don't have to do this. You have these choices. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this. If you do this, these are the consequences. These are the positives. If you do this, these are the consequences. If you do this, this is what's going to happen. Which way do you want to go? Let's process it together, and you go from there. But the right mentors are not going to give you this. They're going to give you multiple ways to get to where you want to go to, and then you're going to have to make a decision which route you want to take. Point number four, the right mentor is not afraid of challenging you. Simple as that. They'll say to you, yeah, I think you're just making excuses. You're like, what? Yeah, I think you're making ex- I think you're afraid. What do you mean? Yeah, I, I, I think you're being lazy. I think you're being cocky, right? You've been making a lot of money, and quite frankly, I think you forgot who you were. I think you think you're better than your employees, and you totally forgot about what it was like to build a company when you were smaller. What happened to you? Do, do you not sit there and you know, talk about the vision and the mission of the company anymore? I feel like you've gone a little bit too much about just money and the lifestyle and all this stuff. You've forgotten what really matters. Why you started this company in the first place. I can't believe you said that to me. I'm not trying to make you a friend. I'm not trying to make you happy. I'm not going to sit here and tell you you're amazing all the time. I'm telling you, you're getting in your own way right now. Go back and read the original reason why you started this company so you can remember it was hard. 
Then came logic. Now you're all you're only thinking about. They're willing to have a conversation like that with you. Great mentors will do that to you. And uh, most of the time, you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable with the right mentors. So point number five, say you get a new mentor, okay? And you start getting close to this mentor. The more you get closer to this advisor, mentor, whatever you want to call it, eventually, you're going to get access to their circle. So their contacts of people they do business with is now yours as well, okay? And by the way, typically, the best mentors are a little bit protective of giving the access too early because they don't know what your motives are yet. Maybe they'll watch you a little bit, and then they'll give you a little bit of a sprinkle of access, and you're like, oh, okay, that was kind of cool, but they're not yet sprinkling the real access that you got. And then eventually you're like, oh, okay, I've really earned this person's trust. Then they open it up. Once they open up their access of their contacts to you, you go from living in a world like this to living in a world like this. So there is just as much pressure on you to deliver on you being serious to commit to your mentor and work your advisor because if you don't, they're going to go find somebody else. Great mentors don't lack mentees. It's mentees that lack great mentors. The market is very much looking for great mentors. Mentees are everywhere. Everybody's asking, can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? Can you mentor me? Can you mentor me from great mentors? Everybody is. But the mentors hand select. So once you go in, you earn the right to be mentored by them. You're going to get access to who they have, which can completely change your life. Point number six is style. If you ever notice someone's style of how they are, how they communicate, how they process issues, how they solve problems, and you go and find out who mentored them, you will notice similarity with the style of play. Okay, style of decision making. This is in baseball, this is in sports, this is in business, this is in raising money, this is in anything that you pretty much do. You're gonna get that person's style of leadership. So, the right mentor style, if they mentor you long enough, you essentially are taking and receiving their style of processing that you start implementing to your life. And by the way, what's crazy about it is 6, 12, 24, 36 months from now, when you start picking that up, all of a sudden you'll do something, you'll say, oh my God, that's what. That's what she does. That, well, wow, that's what he, that's crazy. I'm naturally now doing it and I'm not even aware of it. That's what's gonna happen if you got the right mentor. So point number seven is the right mentor gives you a different lens. Meaning, if you have this lens, you see the world, and you put the lens of a mentor over, then all of a sudden you're seeing things you're not seeing anymore because they're creative in the way they do things. Meaning, they're creative ways on how for you to raise 10 million bucks, but you didn't have that before. They'll, they'll share with you creative ways on how to hire the right CFO you're trying to hire that you didn't have before. The creative ways how for you to expand in a new market that you didn't know how to do before. Launch a new product that you didn't know how to do before. Build a new division that you didn't know how to do before because they allow you to borrow their lens and their creative in the way they got to where they're at right now. So the right mentor will share with you creative ways of getting things that you want now. Point number eight is when you borrow an advisor's way of thinking, a crisis that was a nine before is all of a sudden a five. A crisis that would make you lose sleep at night. Like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. They're like, no, here's all you need to do. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, so it's, it's not an eight? No, it's a four. Oh, got it. Okay, so let me go ahead and do that. So while you feel like it's the end of the world, they make you feel it's okay. It's part of the process. And here's what you need to do which makes you be a little bit more poised and you make better decisions, not at a place of reacting and emotional, but at a place of reason, logic, and vision. 
Point number nine is very simple. It's accountability. If you have a great leader that's not afraid of holding you accountable, you're going to improve in areas that you're not paying attention to. It's that simple. You need accountability, and the best mentors are great at holding people accountable. Point number 10 is there's levels to mentorship. Okay, let me explain to you what I mean by this. I may be a great, a specialized mentor in an in area of business, right? But if you ask me to be your mentor to teach you piano, I'm a zero. I don't know how to play the piano. I may be a great mentor in an area of you saying, Pat, I want to go out there and figure out about how to market and tell my story better as a company to go get a half a million clients. Okay, that's my specialty. That's what I've done. We have nearly half a million insurance clients over the last 12 and a half years. I know how to show you how to do that because that's my area of expertise. Ask me how to edit a video. I have no clue how to edit a video except for my phone when I'm making small stuff or TikTok and Instagram, right? So again, your mentor may be great in the way I would put it for you to visually see it, put, your, put yourself as areas that you're an expert at and score them. So it's like, okay, in the game of soccer, I'm a six. I played in high school, I played a little college. Okay, great. Baseball, I'm a five, okay? Raising money, I'm a zero. Coding, I'm an eight, okay? Finances and accounting, I'm a five, okay? When it comes down to sales and negotiation, I'm a nine. That's your area of expertise, right? The same way with mentors you want to work with, the key is to find as specialized as possible rather than generalized. Here's one thing you need to know as well. As you're newer and you're coming up, you're typically not going to get the best coaches and mentors. One, mentors. One, because you can't afford it. Two, you haven't yet proven yourself that you're ready to compete at that level. Three, even if you got that best mentor to mentor you, you would not have a clue what they're talking about. For example, imagine if you're a 12-year-old kid who just started playing basketball three months ago, and you say, I want to go find the best mentor. Where's Phil Jackson? And Phil Jackson starts talking to your 12-year-old kid about triangle offense. Your son's like, Mom, what the hell was this man talking about? What the hell? He, was, he kept talking about triangle the entire time. What is a triangle offense? I don't know what it is. I don't think this basketball thing is for me, right? Versus that 12-year-old kid could have learned how to play basketball by a sophomore in high school could have told them how to dribble and how to do crossover and how to shoot and, you know, elbow, all the basic stuff, right? So some of you are so eager about finding the best mentor too early, even if you got him or her, you would not be able to get the most out of them. First, you got to climb up the ladder and learn the basics and maybe a little bit more about the basics. Then you the higher laws, then the specialized mentor starts showing up. So there's the understanding of knowing what is the difference between a generalized mentor and a specialized mentor? By the way, in regards to the mentoring with specialized, let's just say eventually you end up finding a specialized mentor. The guys that, or kind of people that everybody wants to be mentored by. Say you're lucky enough and fortunate enough to get one of those people. Great. Here's the sensitivity part of it that it's unspoken. Not a lot of people talk about that. I just want to kind of give it to you. If you do get a person like that mentoring you, if they sense all of a sudden that you're no longer coachable, learning, implementing, they give you a challenge of an article to read, a book to read, a video to watch, something to study and you no longer do it, they disappear like this and they move on. And then you'll try to get a hold of them, you're like, well, wait a minute, when I used to call him five times, he used to answer the call four out of five times. Yeah, now I call him five times, he only answers one out of five times. Is that intentional? Uh, it is, just so you know that. That's very intentional because it's not like there's doing it, oh, it's five, four out of five, no. It's just in their mind, they don't want to talk to somebody where they feel like they're forcing them to do something that they no longer want to do. They don't want to be a pest 
to somebody else. And they feel if you're no longer taking a feedback and you're no longer willing to be a student, no problem. I don't want to be a pest. I don't want to challenge you or push you anymore. Go do what you want to do. It's all good. I got to move on. You got to be aware of that with specialized mentors. They're not going to wait too long if you don't show the hunger that you once had to learn from them. So now in regards to approaching a mentor, I will tell you, I've done this to many, many different people over throughout my life, and I'll tell you what's worked and what's didn't. I reached out to a mentor of mine, Dudley Rutherford. I went and heard him speak at a church, and I said, I want this guy as a mentor. And uh, I emailed him in the email, and I said, I'd like to get closer to you. At that time, I was 25 years old, and I said, I don't have much to offer to you today, but I promise you I'm working on myself to be able to return any kind of value you're going to give me. I'm going to do my best to give it back to you. I knew when I sent the first email, I'm probably not going to hear back from him because I just know that's kind of how this works. He's got 20,000 members. They want his time. I'm one person, and I have nothing to offer in return. Well, took a year and a half after multiple follow-up where he responded back. We had lunch. We got close. The rest is history. I changed my wedding day just so he could marry me. He sat on my board. He made a very nice video, something he had never done for a company before ever. And to the point where that video was like, why would you do this for him? You haven't done this video for any other business owner in the entire San Fernando Valley. And that video is still out there. We can take a look at it. But, and then from there, there were, by the way, no money was given, nothing to the church. Hey, I'll give you money to do, zero, nothing. And then the relationship became a friendship. And anytime he asked me for stuff that he wants, to the best of my abilities, I go above and beyond to help him out. Family, himself, son, no matter what it is, right? So you approach the higher level. You approach knowing they may not follow up with you because there's more of you than him or her. The mistake a lot of times people make is, I can't believe I emailed him three times. He hasn't gone back to me. Well, guess what? If that's the approach you have with the person that doesn't get back to you, maybe you're not cut out to get to the next level in business in the first place. To address and approach the right mentor requires a lot of patience from your end until they say yes. And once they do, you best exchange value, you best bring value, you best keep your word. If you got a meeting at four with them, show up at 345. Every time you leave a meeting with them, send them a book, send them a gift, send them a card, send them, send them something so where they're like, oh my God, this guy's on top of this stuff. I've mentored a lot of different people. Nobody is this hungry about wanting to learn from me as this guy. I've never met anybody like this before. They admire other hungry people because that's how they used to be when they were coming up as a mentee, learning from a mentor. So that's the approach I suggest you take with them. And eventually, hopefully, the people that you want mentoring you, eventually some of them will say yes to you because the right ones can change your life. So if you want the entire message I give to you in a PDF, click on a link below to get the whole thing in a PDF, as well as if you do want to watch a video a little bit more in the content like this, I gave a talk a few months ago uh, in regards to what makes the difference between those in the top 1% that win at the highest level and the rest that don't. If you've not watched that talk before, click here to watch that video. It's called Will versus Want. With that being said, have a great day, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.